0: and today you guys we are going to be discussing goosebumps yes you guys season one episode seven titled give yourself goosebumps okay oh y'all i hope y'all have had a good week thus far we are post turkey day I hope all was well for you guys. I hope you guys stay safe out there. And I hope that you got your bellies full and were able to create some memories with the people that you love. Whether it's family or selective family. Family by choice. Okay. Not by force. Alright. So I hope y'all had a good week. We are at Friday, so without further ado, let's get into the synopsis, and then we're going to get right into the episode. So the synopsis for this one is, the group works together to find a way to escape their new reality. As they search for a way to get back to the real world, they make new discoveries about Harold Biddle. Meanwhile, Nora takes matters into her own hands and treks to her remote cabin in the mountains to keep an old horror at bay it's gonna be good y'all it's getting better and better all right how in the hell are they going to get rid of Nathan Harold I'm curious to find out all right so without further ado let's go ahead and get into the episode so we start this episode off right where we left off with the last one and that is the kids sitting inside the house listening to Nathan Harold talk about how Harold was betrayed By Sarah and her friends they stole his best friend and that caused him to die okay they killed him so after he says all of that they ask how do you know all of this mr. Brat and he says well the big reveal it's cuz I'm not mr. Bratt. I'm Harold Biddle and y'all he transforms and the kids screaming horror and um he says that it's time to get his old friend slappy back and so um we see that he ups and disappears because now they are trapped okay so they try to run for the exit and um they can't get out the front door is locked so then they try the basement door but when they do Y'all, Lucas and Isaiah end up like trying to do like a one, two, three count, which they do. And they finally get the door open. Well, the door opens up to a floating space. Absolutely nothing, okay? And so if they fall, they're gonna fall into, I guess, uh, a black hole. I don't know. (laughs) So anyway, they have to figure out how in the world they're gonna get out of this. It seems that Harold has drawn a picture of them being trapped in this scrapbook and so as we can see um in the real world that nathan harold is actually taking their phones um since they're entranced he's taking their phones and texting all of the parents individually to let them know that they are not going to be able to make it to dinner okay Um, meanwhile the kids are in their new reality and they're trying to figure out you know are the the parents going to come for us it seems like um you know we've been out for a really long time tonight and on his side he's texting them and he's talking about dinner and i'm like okay well what time is it is it seven is it eight i mean i know sometimes me and my family eat late okay about nine i know i know that's late y'all but it'd be, be it be <laughs> so anyway i'm like damn how late is it so we see all of the parents individually, like, texting uh, responses back. James's mom is like, okay, y'all know she don't really be caring no way because she's too busy trying to get lit. And um, Nora, Nora's actually getting released from the hospital, the mental facility, okay? And so she goes and she talks to Victoria, and Victoria's telling her, hey, if you feel like you still need some time, Uh, before you discharge, then you can go ahead and voluntarily stay if you want. And she was like, you know what? I'm feeling a lot more clear-headed now. Um, Things aren't as fuzzy. And then she shows her all of the pills that they were giving her that she didn't take. Okay, and so she says, I'm not feeling as sleepy now. My eyes are wide open. A ghost is trying to come after our children. What do you not understand about that? And Victoria was like, well, you know, you were talking you were talking nonsense I was just concerned about your well-being this that and the third basically Victoria wanted her to keep her mouth shut so she wouldn't get caught up okay so Nora was like you know what I should have been following my instincts from day one and so I'm just gonna continue to do that okay see you never bye so she ends up leaving and she's in the hallway well she's in the elevator so just then, Nathan Scott comes running over. He's like, oh man, you're just the just the person I was looking for. And so she was like, okay, what are you looking for me for? And he was like, well, we have a mutual friend in common. And she was like, no, we don't. And he was like, oh, yes, we do. And so then he motions towards the elevator door. And of course, you know, when usually when you're standing in the elevator, you can see your reflection. And so instead of us seeing Nathan's reflection, we see Harold's reflection, and so does she. And so... He tells her that he knows that she took Slappy and put, them up, put him up there in uh, the old mine. And so it's time for them to go get him back. And so right at that particular time when he's going to go grab for her, the elevator door opens and all of these people get ready to walk in so she's able to escape. Just in the nick of time. So she goes home and she goes to find Slappy. Well, she don't put him off in this bag. And she's finna get ready to go just then Nate uh, not nathan colin runs up on her okay he's like oh i didn't know you had discharged from the hospital and so he's talking to her asking her all of these questions how do they want to celebrate he's just so excited to see his boo well boo is preoccupied okay her mind is elsewhere right now she says that she's got something that she needs to do before they they celebrate but you know after she finishes this then she's all his. And so he was like, "Dang, you don't you don't want to see Lucas?" Okay? What about what about your plan? And she was like, "Yeah, no, I really need to do this one thing first before I do anything else." And so he's following her as she's walking past him to get to her car and he's asking her, you know, what's in the bag? He's basically trying to demand answers that she's not willing to provide for him just yet. And so he was like, "Well, if you pull off, then don't come back." okay once you hit that dough, don't come back no more y'all tell me where y'all know that from <laughs> so he gives her that ultimatum awesome and honestly i don't even know why because it's not like she finna listen honey she got in that little subaru and she peeled off and so he was like okay well when you come back you know only come back when you're ready to talk and it's not your plan, spot so i'm just gonna stay here and i'm just gonna water it well you was gonna do that anyway colin i don't know why colin be trying to act hard and he had also told her you know um why you why you holding secrets and she was like colin everybody has secrets and he was like no i don't okay you were the only secret that i had and you know my my marriage basically plummeted because of uh no communication with sarah okay and now here we are doing the same thing honey let her finish this she's trying to keep you safe that's all you need to be grateful for at this point so, y'all, Nora is on her way to the cabin, and she ends up passing Nathan Harold's house. And, y'all, of course, because he is following her, he pulls out of his driveway in his little red, old whatever type of car that is, okay? Like an old school station wagon or something. I don't know. Meanwhile, y'all, the kids are still stuck in the scrapbook, and they are just kind of looking around to try to see if they can possibly find a way out of here. We have got to get out of here. And on the TV, y'all, is playing on a loop, the intro to the real world. Seven strangers meet, and what happens when people stop being nice and start getting real? Real world, Chicago, I don't know, one of those, Okay. Y'all remember that The Miz was on The Real World, Michael, Mike, okay? That's where he got his start. He always said that he wanted to be a wrestler, y'all. I rem- what was that, like, what was the girl's name? Anyway, let me not get off on a tangent. So, that's playing on a loop, and slowly but surely, it's starting to get to them that they are trapped. And James comments about how this is all Margot's fault, you know, if it weren't for her in that damn scrapbook they wouldn't be in this predicament in the first place and so isaiah comes kind of to her rescue and says no this is our parents fault okay if we're going to be blaming anybody we need to be blaming them because we're paying for their sins thank you Margot says but he does say we did tell you not to open up the scrapbook <laughs> anyway so they start going back and forth because james was like bros before homies homies okay i respect the fact that y'all are still cool (laughs) so just then they start hearing a noise y'all it's somebody else in this house okay so they grab all of the different uh weapons of choice and lucas's seems to be uh some antlers that he had broke off of a deer head and they go towards the kitchen because that's where the noise is coming from and out comes the real nathan mr Brad. what are you doing here okay are you nathan harold or he's like no this is me okay i'm the real nathan and i know this might be weird to say but i think i was possessed by a ghost and so he goes on to say that he was just sitting down doing a crossword pose. You know, doing his thug-dizzle with some hot cocoa or something like that on the side of it. And um, all of a sudden, he heard a noise. He got up, went to go see what it was. And all the next thing he saw was flannel. And he smelled some body odor. And then, boom, he was no longer in his body. Okay? And so he goes on to say... <laughs> basically that he's been trapped there since Isaiah's injury because they asked him how long he had been there he was like I don't know okay it's all a blur at this point I've been trying to figure out how to get out of this damn purgatory but there is no way out no way out and so the kids tell him hey you gonna have to get it together I think it was uh, Isabella Isabella was like hey mr. Brad you gonna have to suck it up man up okay you are the teacher. We need a carpe DM moment from you because I gotta get back to my brother and we all have family. So even if you don't have anything to live for, we do. Of course. <laughs> Despite a very bruised ego at this point um, and maybe some midlife crisis situations happening, he tries to get them there. Okay, he got them started and he says, let's work this out like we were in class. And so they decide to do just that. Okay, well, what what? what do we know okay clearly you know I got possessed y'all are in the scrapbook so some kind of way we've got to be in Harold's head okay okay cool that's a start okay and so they come to the conclusion that uh, we got here some kind of way so clearly there's got to be a way out even if we don't see it just yet Oh. okay that, that's definitely a lead to uh, I'm not quite sure how we gonna do that, but it's it's a lead too, okay? And so just then, Izzy starts looking off to the side because she notices that there's this light up under this door that's closed. And when she opens up the door, y'all, again, it's to nothingness, but there is a white hole that is channeling down below. Is somebody gonna take the plunge and try to jump into this white abyss? I'm not sure, y'all, but... (laughs) This is gonna get crazy, okay. Meanwhile, uh, I forgot to tell y'all that Lucas had uh, not Lucas. Nora had tried to call Lucas but got the voicemail, and she told him that she had something that she had to take care of. But as soon as she gets back, you know, she's gonna come looking for him so they can spend some time together, and that she loves him. And all the while, Nathan Harold is still following her meanwhile colin ends up going over to ben's because he's just trying to get some type of advice okay he says that um it's about nora and he says that she was discharged from the hospital they got into this big disagreement she said that she had to go do something but didn't want to tell him what it was and so he was like you know i'm just i know y'all have been friends for a really long time y'all go way back like four flats on the cadillac so i'm just trying to see if there's something that i'm missing what am I doing wrong here? And so jokingly, he ends up asking him, did they run over a doll? And as soon as he heard that, Bill was like, what? You know, that caught his attention. And he was like, why would you say that? And he said, well, um, back at Nora's house, she had this bag that had like some doll parts in it. And then she took it and said that she had to go do whatever she was going to do. And so Ben cut him off halfway and was like, where is Nora at now? And he was like, well, I don't know, okay? Okay. That's why I came over here to try to get answers from you and so Ben didn't even let him finish his sentence y'all he done hopped in the car and took off now where he going I don't know because he don't even know where Nora is at this point all the while uh Sarah's trying to call get in contact with Nora Nora's ignoring the phone calls okay so Colin is like well you know uh it it's it's definitely me okay it I, I think it's something that I did wrong. <laughs> So, back at Nathan Harrell's house, they're all trying to figure out what the next move is going to be. Yeah, we see this white hole, but the question is, who's going to go down there? So, Izzy is like, well, you know, I'm the one that found it, so why not just let me go down there? Okay. And so, everybody is slowly but surely agreeing that is, except for Isaiah. Okay. And silently, James, <laughs> if you ask Isaiah. And Isaiah wants to make sure that his friend is going to be safe, okay? She can't go down there. Well, well, What about Lucas, okay? I mean, he does stupid stuff like this all the time. Let him do it, okay? He's the daredevil. And so, long story short, Izzy says, well, she is a strong young woman, okay? So why not take the opportunity to go ahead and save the day for everybody? So, they end up tying her to uh, some type of sheet okay and they basically like lower her down while they're holding holding on to it okay they're they're lowering her down so she finally gets down there and it looks like this may be in the recesses of the scrapbook okay these are harold's memories and when she gets down there y'all she is in the school hallway there his locker is open And we see that he's got all of these different pictures. There is a picture of Sarah there drawn by him. And then there's a picture of the mask and some other picture um, that I couldn't really make out what it was. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. And then she sees a picture of Bill Clinton. And she doesn't know him as Bill Clinton. I guess she just says that that's Hillary's husband. Okay, girl. (laughs) These youngsters. So, she ends up uh, hearing some maniacal laughter and so she goes towards that laughter and y'all she ends up on stage and she's looking out into a crowd full of ventriloquist dummies and so everybody starts laughing she gets spooked and then she runs away okay so as she's running back towards the hallway y'all nathan well nathan harold that is that's following nora in the car y'all he ends up like taking whatever page um of the scrapbook that is currently there in the hallway with her he takes that and like puts some gum inside of it or something like that basically he puts the gum in and balls it up and as he's balling it up since that's her reality right now the walls are starting to collapse inward okay they're caving in and so they hurry up and pull her up and um the rope starts to like tear not the rope the sheet starts to tear and not only that y'all but nathan the real nathan mr brad actually starts to lose his grip and um of course they all slip because she's trying to help and get pulled up really fast so he ends up running into the wall and when he does it, I, I don't know if it knocks him unconscious. I don't know what it does. It jars something loose, though, okay, it's to the point where Nathan Harold is not Nathan Harold in the car, it's Mr. Brad. And um, he happens to look in the rearview mirror, but he still sees Harold's reflection, okay? So Harold is there somewhere, but for the meantime, uh, Mr. Brad is in the car, okay? Um, so I don't know what's happening there. But either way, they're able to pull Izzy up just in the nick of time. And when they do, y'all, she ends up falling into Isaiah's arms since he's right in the front. And um they share like a glance, y'all. It's a moment, okay? And um he turns around and looks at them and it was like, what? What, what, what? Somebody got something to say? (laughs) Marco was like, I didn't say anything. But clearly, everybody can notice the chemistry that's there. So, Ben and Eliza, they are headed to the mine shaft because, I mean, that's where they last knew Slappy was. Okay, that was his last destination. So, he gets there and he lures himself down into the mine shaft. Only to be looking for Slappy, but can't find him. Instead, he finds Dupe James, okay? Duplicate James. And he's like, wait, hold on. Did y'all, what you doing down here? Did your mama tell you about this? And he was like, no, okay? As a matter of fact, that's not my mom. I'm finna get ready to take care of her right after I get done handling you and so he ends up taking the rope that Ben used to lure himself down off in there he he took it off the lever part and he completely like let it slip through the lever so Ben is stuck down there until somebody can come help him hopefully Eliza can get rid of Duke James and try to help Ben but we'll see so Eliza is sitting out in her truck waiting on Ben to come back out with Slappy, and instead of Ben, y'all, she sees Duke James. And so she was like, James, what what are you doing out here? And why are you so dirty? Is this where you've been going every night to hang out with your friends and have all these drug-induced parties? And so Duke James was like, girl, <laughs> you got some nerve to try to talk, okay? You're the one that's projecting okay I know that you are doing all of this uh drinking to mask the pain okay but you are going to pay for what you did to Harold and so she finally discovers that Duke James is indeed not her son and the wooden post that he has in his hand y'all he swings it at her. She ends up getting knocked off balance. Um, Not because she got hit, but just because she lost her balance and she fell. So he's going to go actively try to hit her with this wooden post. But just then Ben tackles him. And so James ends up getting the upper hand and he is choking Ben. And I'm like, damn, James is a kid, but maybe he got some supernatural strength, I'm assuming. Okay, because there's no way that in real life, James would be able to choke Ben like this, okay? But he got a strong hold on on Ben. (laughs) And so Eliza picks up the wooden post that James dropped and she takes a swing at his head and everything explodes in green goop. Turns out Nora was right after all. What the hell are they gonna do? And more importantly, how in the hell did Ben get back up to surface level? I need to know. (laughs) So just then, um, we see Nora. She is pulling up to this general store that's close to the cabin. She looks around to see if anybody's following her and she goes in. Okay, so after a while, uh, Nathan Harold pulls in and he's just kind of sitting there, right? So we figured out what was going on um, and so he tells the kids that he might have found a way to get back to his body and he needs somebody to hit him. Okay. And so at first the kids are very hesitant and apprehensive about hitting them. But who wants to hit their school teacher? I mean, you know, if they make you mad enough, you might think about it. You might mentally visualize it. Okay. But nobody wants to physically hit their teachers except for these young kids nowadays. But, um, yeah, so he was like, I need one of y'all to hit me. And um, I think Eliza ends up, uh, Isabella, where I get Eliza from? Huh? Isabella ends up slapping him. And when she does, it sends him back to his body. Okay. And so he's excited. He's figured it out. But it's very short lived. And he's trying to like get the keys out of the car and he sees Nora so he's telling her hey Nora trying to get her attention it's me it's me it's me but he can't okay so just then he goes back to the kids and he tells them what he's discovered and so they was like okay cool say less and you saw my mama too so now it's Lucas's turn to take a punch okay and so they just beating up on Nathan Harold (laughs) real bad so he's going back and forth between their world and his body and um they come up with the idea that he needs to write them out of this room okay he says that he's actually published a a few short stories in some horror magazine or something like that so he could be able to do this he just has to spend enough time in his body to get it done and so once they hit him long enough he's able to grab the scrapbook but Harold is preventing him from writing the story. And so him and Harold go back and forth about how um, at least he's alive for now. And Harold was like, well, I tell you what, he ends up forcing Nathan to grab the scrapbook and chuck it. And so what ends up happening is once he chucks this scrapbook, y'all, it lands in a puddle of water. And over there with the kids in their new reality, the walls, of course, um, start to fade to white because all of the ink is being drained from the pages, okay? And so they're trying to figure out what in the world is happening, and then all of a sudden, they just drop. And that's the way the episode ends, you guys. Oh, my goodness. Are they ever going to get out of this? Well, of course they are, but... Who's going to help them? Where? How is Nathan going to be able to gain control enough, long enough, actually, to go and get the scrapbook? I don't know, y'all, but we'll have to see. All right. But let me know what you think. You can reach me at me, TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at myTVReviews podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. I love y'all. Okay. It's the weekend. Y'all, please stay safe out there. Be careful. It is getting so crazy. Like, you, not only is it Black Friday, y'all, I hate crowds. Not only is it Black Friday, but, I mean, the world is just crazy now, okay? So, I love y'all. If ain't nobody told y'all that today, y'all, please stay safe out there, all right? That's all I have for now. So, until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.